Welcome back to Pinky and the Wild Wanderer. I am your host, Katie, aka the Wanderer. So, I have some things to update you guys on. I just listened to last week's episode, made myself a little list. And would you believe it? I still missed one of the three things that I was supposed to update you on. So, I'll start with the two that I remember. First update is the bus update. Well, friends, I went to one bus company in Burlington and they are closed. I'm assuming, and I also called them, I'm assuming it's because summer school hasn't started. So I will check back again next week because if my brain recalls correctly, summer school starts the week before 4th of July, which why, who knows, or the week of 4th of July. So I'm going to check back next week. I did, however, call the bus company in Elkhorn, and they were so very unhelpful. I was like, hi. I explained what I was doing. I'm going to buy a bus. I was wondering if I could talk to their bus mechanic, like if I could make an appointment and do that just to see like what are the things that I should or should not be looking for. She puts me on hold. She comes back. She said, um, we can't do that. And I said, Okay. Um, how do you guys decide how your buses are coming out of service? Do you know, are you having any buses come out of service? Is that an option? Like, is there an option that maybe I could purchase a bus coming out of service? She puts me on hold again. She goes, when she comes back, she goes, we're a corporation. We don't do any of that. And I was like, okay, thank you so much for your helpfulness. I appreciate you. So I'm still in a holding pattern for talking to the bus company, but I have looked up more buses. I did find two more buses. One of them I'm like really kind of optimistic about, I'll say. Um, So I looked it up, wrote down all its information, and hopefully, hopefully I can, you know, maybe go look at that bus. The problem is, is I don't actually want to go look at any buses until I close on the house. Update on that. We are looking to close on the house next week. So my realtor says next week, Thursday. So next week, Wednesday, when I drop a new episode, I won't have an update on being closed on the house, but I should know the for sure date that I close. So... In order to close, we had the appraiser come out on Saturday and on Sunday, my dad and I went out to the house and we replaced two light fixtures in closets. We replaced one light fixture in a bedroom. We also replaced two GFIC outlets and my mom and dad actually went over to finish last night because my dad wanted spacers in the closet. Um, light fixtures. So him and my mom went back last night because I was not available. And he goes, Katie, you have three closets. Like you have two closets in your master bedroom. I said, yeah, I know. He goes, well, I looked in there and that, that light fixture is hanging by a string too. And I said, okay, well, Eric said I only had to redo the two, which we did. So my realtor called me today. He goes, I see what your dad was talking about. Let's just be on the safe side put in a new one. Okay, that's fine. Um, The screen porch roof got repaired on Monday along with the chimney flashing. 
That got repaired on Monday. I believe the plumbing got done already as well. Eric didn't update me. He just kind of handles the things and calls me and lets me know the things when I need to know them, which thank you. I appreciate that. That is helpful to me. So that is the house update. Then I need to update you on food choices. So I have not prepared any Ayurvedic food. I've been a little busy this week, which not really an excuse because, you know, you make time for the things that are important to you. However, I have been making better food choices in general. Um, so I'm going to take the small win on that, right? Small win. I'm making small changes. It's kind of hard when you're like thrown into this whole new living environment and you have all these options at your feet and somebody cooks meals for you. Um, My mom did make this really delicious like baked spaghetti meal with cream cheese in it, you know, mozzarella cheese. I only had one helping of that. The leftovers are sitting in the fridge. I haven't touched them, which I'm proud of me for that. Okay, that is a small win in Katie's world. My mom did make a banana cake with chocolate frosting, which yum, right? Yum. So I have had a small piece a day since she made that. Oh, I take it back. I did. I did make one thing that was like more in line with how I like to eat. I made a strawberry cobbler and I went picking strawberry picking at the apple barn in Elkhorn last Friday with my friend Ashley and her two kids. We ate our way through the strawberry field. I picked a pint of strawberries and I was like, this is what I want to start with. I wanted to make a strawberry rhubarb crisp, but when I thawed out my rhubarb, it got really mushy, which I guess I should have expected, but I didn't really think about it because I've never frozen rhubarb before. So it was going to be a strawberry rhubarb crisp, but it turned into a strawberry cobbler. So the strawberries were fresh. I picked those. I used oatmeal or excuse me, oats. I threw some hemp hearts in there. I used maple syrup as the sweetening agent and coconut oil. So that, that was delicious for me. Delicious. So that was more in line, but I definitely need to get my butt to the grocery store. I want to make some sweet potatoes, some Brussels sprouts, and maybe just some chicken and like prep that, like make meal prep stuff so that it's easier for me to just grab. Now, because it is summer, my favorite thing in the summertime is a BLT. And we made BLTs on Monday and I cooked all the bacon up, which means I had a BLT every day for lunch for three days. That's like my favorite. A BLT sandwich, delicious. So better choices, no pasta. I mean, we're getting there, right? Slowly, but surely. So then I will also update you on the body pain after the lake path walk. So my body was sore on that Wednesday, the day we got off the lake path. But the following day, I was like, good as gold like right as rain. Nothing was really bothering me body wise, which is just a testament, I think, to yoga and keeping my body moving. So another, another bonus point for the yoga column. Okay. 
just another bonus. Keeps your body nice and limber and loose for when you do 12 and a half miles of a walk. And you're not used to it, so I'm going to put that in the plus side column. So what else? Okay, so we did the house update. We did the bus update. I told you I went strawberry picking. On Saturday, mom and I went interviewing for cars. We went out to Waukesha. You know, there's like a whole car dealership row out there. So we test drove two Honda CRVs, a Subaru Forester, and a Toyota RAV4. The RAV4 is now at the top of the list, and I'll tell you why, which is so silly, but it is. It's at the top of the list. When I put the seats back in the back seat, they go so low, like there is so much room for my dogs. And I know it's just silly, but in some of the other vehicles, when you put those seats down, it's like halfway up the middle of the car for whatever reason. And these RAV4 seats went so low. It was a 2013 and had 135,000 miles on it. It checked all my boxes for like the bougie things that I'm accustomed to coming from a Lincoln and just, you know, like the fancy bells and whistles. But it was a 2013. I don't mind the high miles. Um, So yeah, that's at the top of the list. You want to know what I forgot to do though, friends? I forgot to put the seats down in the back of the CRV because the CRV was also a very nice vehicle, like very nice vehicle. I just, I completely spaced on that. So me and my mom are going to have to go back. I'm going to have to put the seats down, check that out and see, because really the rear seats is what put that RAV4 at the tippy top of the list. And it also had a roof rack for my kayak. So bonus, bonus, bonus. And then let's see, Sunday night we were, or Sunday we replaced the outlets. It was Father's Day. Me and my mom took my dad out to breakfast. When I say me and my mom took him out to breakfast, really my mom paid for it because she's wonderful. I am in a transition period in my life, so I'm very short on cash flow, but that's okay. Um, We had a nice breakfast. Then my dad helped me in my house. And it was so funny because while we were replacing the lights, right, I have this outlet that went underneath the kitchen sink and we set it up that way to put a garbage disposal in if that was going to be something we wanted to do in the future. I had never ended up putting a garbage disposal in, but apparently I had like the wires ran to do it, but I never put the outlet in, which is funny to me. So it was hooked up to a light switch, which was right behind the kitchen sink, right? So we're all set up. Me and my dad are putting in the GFIs, right? And we're like, why is there no power to this outlet? Like, why isn't it working? Everything is correct. My dad sends me to the hardware store. I went to the hardware store three times. I bought two extra outlets, two extra GFICs because it was not working. I'm finally gone the third time. I get back. My dad goes, Katie. I go, yeah, dad. He goes, you know that outlet's hooked up to a switch, right? I was like, yeah. He goes, we had the switch off. I said, well, hey. (laughs) at least we know that that is working like it should. So, you know, we spent two hours, an hour and a half, whatever it was, trying to figure out this switch. And really all we had to do was switch on the outlet. Like hilarious to me. Hilarious. So we get that done. Um, Monday rolls around. It's Juneteenth day, which is now a federal holiday. And 
the car dealerships were open. The banks were not. Um, me and my mom went and test drove a Hyundai Santa Fe. It was a 2013, 85,000 miles on it. It had all of the bells and whistles that I like in a vehicle. And it was the least expensive that we drove. Now, my only concern about the Hyundais is, is my wife's mom has this car and the engine like blew up. And is that like a thing? Because when I had my Sonata, the oil pan or the engine fell through the oil pan. That was a recall. And I was like, I just don't know like if that's a thing that I need to be concerned about. The salesman who went with us on the test drive, I was asking him about it, but it was at a Chevy dealer. So he's like, I'm not really sure. So my dad was like, well, you should look it up. Katie Google knows. I have not looked it up yet because I still have time. I can't buy my car until I sell close on my house. So I will do that. But still the RAV4 because I put the seats down in the back and they don't go completely flat like I want them to as low as I want them to. But it's on the list because it was a great car good miles, single, single owner, an elderly couple, which they always take care of their cars, I feel. So that was that. Tuesday was a beach day. I watched my friend Ashley's two kids. Um, We took the dogs for a walk. We unboxed almost all of my crystals. Kids who enjoy crystals and rocks are my kinds of kids. These kids were loving my rocks, which just makes my little rock heart happy. So then we went to the beach and then I participated in the new, the Gemini New Moon Women's Circle at Enlightened Living Center. And they do this every new moon. They have a new moon women's circle. It's led by this really great lady named Holly. And I'm always excited to go. We usually do a meditation. She tells us what's going on energetically um, in the universe. And she gives us like journal prompts. And then we have a time to share. Like if we want to share, we don't have to share if we don't want to share. I always share because I feel like sharing is how we make it safe for other people to share. So let's see, what was the prompt? What message did I hear during our meditation? And something very clearly came to me during my meditation. And it was that I need to go with the flow. And where am I meeting with resistance? Am I seeing as they things as they are? Or am I like resisting? So it came to me that I'm like, like going with the flow. That is something that I need to work on. Like last week's episode said, right? Living in the present moment, wandering myself right off the ledge. Every time something that I have planned in my head, like how I think it needs to go is how I think it should go. And then when it doesn't go that way, I get very worked up when if I just would stay in that present moment and just roll with what comes and for the most part I do for the most part I can roll with things but it's the big things like you know what's going on with my house that's where I just I just 
feel like I have to control things. And the reality is, is I cannot control anything, to be honest. I can control my, my, my person. I can control me. I can control my thoughts. I can control my actions. I cannot control what's happening outside of me. Like that is just not something that I can control. So that's what came up for me in my meditation, right? Staying in the present moment, being a little more flexible to roll with whatever comes and then release my expectation and make room for what is. Because when it interrupts with my preconceived plan, I am less willing to roll with it. So that is something I'm working with. Another thing that like was brought to light for me yesterday in that new moon women's circle is I've been holding on to this thought, and this is also an idea of control that I don't need to hang on to, is that I am staying with my parents, okay? And I'm not working right now. I teach yoga. I teach yoga almost every single day. And that is what I'm doing. And I'm just like in this limbo space. And that's what it is. I'm in limbo. I'm waiting for my house to close. And once my house closes, I will be able to step into this new chapter. And then I'm going to be going, going, going. But I'm having a very hard time in my head, in my subconscious, being at my parents' house, staying with my dad who has ideas of worth that is tied to your productivity level. And he doesn't say things to me outright of, well, you should be doing this and you should be doing that. And maybe it's just me perceiving it, but I do know that my dad thinks that, you know, in order for you to be a productive member of society, you should be working all these hours. And I've like mentioned things to my mom and she's like, yeah, he thinks if you're not working as hard as him, then you're just, yeah, that's not how it is. And I was like, but that is unhealthy. That's an unhealthy way. So I've been like holding on to this thought that I wouldn't say eggshells really, but there's a part of me that is like just a little on edge with being at his house at 40 years old, not going to a nine to five job every single day. I'm utilizing his and my mom's vehicles. Um, And it's just within me that, you know, this programming, this old programming that's like conflicting in my brain with my new thought patterns and being at their house, I am faced with all these old thought patterns that I once had, like how I operated for like 38, 39 years of my life. And now I'm stepping into these new thought patterns. So it kind of relates to the Gemini because Gemini is the twins. It's represented by the twins. So I'm like leaving this old way of thinking where my worth is tied to how many hours I work in a day, how much money I bring in to this new identity that I'm trying to step into as following my joy, following what brings me happiness and teaching yoga brings me the most happiness. I love being able to assist people 
on their yoga journey because it's not just physical movements on a mat. It penetrates so much deeper, whether people realize it or not. And I have people tell me like, one person told me that it was like therapy and they cried during our yoga session. And that's what it's about. I'm helping people work through some things. And that to me brings way more value than selling alcohol on a golf course or being a server. Although being a server isn't terrible because I get to talk to all the people and I change their lives too. But that's just not where my path is right now. And I'm not actively like, I don't have a car. So I can't really like go to a nine to five job. And I'm just in this limbo. I'm in this holding pattern. And also a part of me feels like, Katie, you need to embrace this rest Because once you close on the house and you buy the bus, there's going to be little opportunity for just rest. But also, that old thought pattern is rest is not how you're an effective, productive person. So it's just crazy because I'm here with my parents being faced with old programs that I thought that I was out of but when you're brought back into these old ways of thinking being you know just taking up space in their house and my mom you know she gives me these here Katie look this this is an online thing you can do this is an online thing you can do and I've told her I said mom I understand what you're saying. I said, but once I like once we close on the house and I get this bus, like I'm not going to have time for anything. She goes, I know, I I know. She goes, I'm just saying, like just showing you that the options are out there. I appreciate it. My mom is, you know, she's understanding of where I'm at. I'm super appreciative of that. And maybe it's just all in my head that I think, and maybe I should talk to my dad about it. He's a little more resistant to changing the thought patterns. My mom has been a little more open to that. Like she listens to what I have to say. You know, she I feel like she understands it. She she gets it a little more. My dad is still operating on all those old belief patterns. Like I have to work from 7 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Sometimes later, come home, do work on the computer. And if I'm not doing work on the computer when I get home, I've got to be out in the yard doing the things. And doesn't allow for rest. And that's just not how I want to live my life. I'm so sorry. If you want to do that, go right ahead. That does not sound like fun to me at all. At all. So that's what I shared yesterday in the closing circle. Like, I'm struggling to be okay with my new outlook and way of thinking when I'm placed in the place where all the old patterns that I've been breaking free from originated. And it's just like, okay, here's like, what are the lessons that I'm supposed to be learning at this time? So we also pulled a card yesterday, which pulling cards is one of my most favorite things. And the card I pulled, and energy never lies. Just want to know that. Like you might not think that that is your card when you get it and you're like, this doesn't relate to me, but energy never lies. So just know that. So the card I pulled yesterday was the void. Stop. Embrace winter. Great cosmic womb. Okay. So the void. 
That was the card. And it just said stop. So I'm going to embrace this current downtime without judgment for myself. Okay, the judgment that I'm placing on myself of not being good enough because I'm not being a quote unquote productive person in other people's perceptions because that doesn't align with me. I'm going to rest. I'm in this wintry state of limbo. It just is what it is. And I just need to embrace it. And I need to release this illusion that I have control over anything because I don't. I really don't. What will happen will happen. It will happen when it's ready to happen, not when I've decided it's going to happen. And I just really have no control. And when I was wandering myself off the ledge last week or whenever it was two weeks ago, it was funny because all my cards said to create a budget, right? And I had this number in my head that I was going to walk away with. And that was the number that I was putting on the paper. And that was my budget. And when Eric was telling me about all the things that I was going to have to like possibly fix, like $15,000 for knob and tube, it was affecting my number that I had written down on the paper. And I was like, this is not like, and that was just causing anxiety. So I had to release that budget with a starting number. And I just had to start writing a budget of things that needed to get purchased. The bus. What's my budget to purchase a bus? Okay, let's say the max budget for that is $10,000. How much am I going to need to renovate that bus? Okay, the max for that is $25,000. How much money am I going to need for a vehicle? What is your budget for that? this number to this number. That's where I had to go. And then whatever was left, that was what was left to be invested and release the expectation that you're going to get a specific number. Because Katie, you really don't have any control over that number. Essentially, when the things come out, the realtor is paid, whatever else has to come out of that number is paid. And you don't know what that number is going to be yet unfortunately. So you, you have no control over that. So release that expectation because that's not a realistic expectation for you. And when I place hard limits on things, that's when I walk myself over the ledge because ultimately I have no control, no control. So I'm literally stuck in this place of limbo where I'm just hanging out. I go teach my yoga every day. And that's really the only thing I have on my schedule. So what else can you do? You know, embrace this time that you have, because once you get the bus, you're just going to have to do the things because you want to do your bus in 16 weeks. You want to be on the road by November. So there will be minimal time for rest. And obviously in the theme of balance, which is what I'm trying to achieve in my life, it's unrealistic of me to think that I'm just going to go work on the bus every single day for eight hours a day. That doesn't sound, that sounds like I'm going to burn myself out, right? So maybe realistically thinking, maybe I can go work on the bus for five hours a day. Then that leaves me time to teach my yoga, work on my bus, come home and I'm not completely exhausted and then do the leisure activities that I want to do or rest. 
Like today after yoga, I came home and went right back to sleep. My body was like, girl, you are tired. You are tired. You were out in the sun all day yesterday at the beach and you're exhausted. So I allowed myself to get back in bed and sleep until 9am. I teach yoga at 515 in the morning. Got back home around six because, well, me and my yoga people person had a little misunderstanding. I didn't turn the lights on in the yoga studio. I opened the curtains and then I went and talked to the owner of the gym. And at 523, I was like, oh, nobody showed up today. Okay, I'm going to go home and go to sleep. As soon as I walked out the door at 530, Tanya, my yoga participant, she's like, no yoga today? I was like, yeah, there was. She goes, oh, man, I was waiting for the light. I said, oh, man, that is my fault. I am so sorry. So unexpectedly, I was home a little earlier than anticipated. I crawled right back in bed and went to sleep. My puppy snuggled with me. It was wonderful. So it's unrealistic to think that I'm just going to want to work, 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 work on my bus. Now, granted, I might be so excited and jazzed because this is my dream coming into fruition. Like I get to put all that hard work, sweat, equity, all that love into my new home, essentially. But again, maintaining balance because balance is the key to all happiness, at least in my world. So that's my thought there. So yeah. And today is the summer solstice. Wednesday, June 21st, longest day of the year. I am going to a summer solstice event this evening led by her name is Ruth. She is actually the one who inspired me to join the yogic path and become an instructor. So she is doing a summer solstice event at Black Point Manor, which is on Geneva Lake. It's this gorgeous historic estate. I've never been there. I want to see it. There's going to be a yoga class led. There's going to be a boxed dinner light jazz music. And one other thing, I think just probably community, community gathering, you know, chatting, discussing the things. My friend Katie and I are going to go and I'm very excited about it because I like architecture. Like that has always been an interest of mine. Um, so let me check out the historic property on Black Point. Let me check it out. So that is uh, what I've been up to. It's still learning the lessons. I really, really enjoyed going to last night's new moon circle. I definitely shed some tears because it's just, it's hard when like the way you used to think is now impacting how you were trying to implement new changes in your life. And that's just, it's just emotional. So, you know, I let out some tears. I had some great conversations with some people after the circle was over, which I love, 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 love. Um, I met these two girls. They are cancers and they were in their crabby crab shell. I said, yeah, my twin flame is a cancer. So I, I get it. I understand exactly what you're saying. She's like, I needed your energy. I said, I understand that too, because I'm the complete opposite of you. I am the balance. You're water. I am fire. So 
you know, just appreciation for talking with the people, appreciation for my twin flame, for teaching me the things like the balanced, the yin energy to my yang, which is so good. So just gratitude, awareness, recognition of maybe the things. And it's so funny because sometimes I don't realize what's happening until I'm speaking out loud to a group of people and I'm crying that this is what's coming out of my mouth. So it's just so important to gather in community with like-minded people who create safe spaces for you to be your most vulnerable and authentic self. So that is what's been happening this week. Next week, I will come at you live with updates. I will know a closing date, which is so exciting. And then the following week, you might actually get two podcasts because um, I'm recording with a guest next Friday for the following week's release. But I have a feeling when I close on the house and go out and buy a car and possibly a bus. Now, I don't want to put the car before the horse. I'm just saying possibilities that could happen. And the excitement of all that, of course, I'm going to want to update you guys. And my guest deserves the entire hour session that we booked in the podcast studio because what she is going to share is such valuable information. And I cannot wait to share it with you guys because the things that are connected that like cause things to happen. It's just, I don't want to, I don't want to introduce them yet, but she deserves an entire episode to herself. So I might just do a little breakthrough episode because my Leo lion energy will probably have to share the information with you because that's just how I roll. So thank you so much for tuning in for the people who continue to share my podcast posts on their social media. Thank you so much. I appreciate you beyond words. The gratitude is so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for loving what I'm saying so much that you just want other people to listen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the people who reach out to me and tell me how much they like it. And then like, say you can take my kids. Thank you. We should definitely plan get togethers because I really do enjoy talking with the kids. I actually have a beach day next week with another one of my friends and her two kids like, yes, please. Thank you. I like the kids. I actually want to take the neighbor kids to Kishwaukito to the Kish kids um, nighttime walk in July. And I've never even met their mom. <laughs> but those little girls, they make me notes and say that I'm the one with the pretty hair and that they love their neighbors and they love my dogs. So I'm like, why can't I just take your kids to a nature walk? I feel like that would be so great. So, you know, I'll update you on, on that as well. I have to make friends with the mom. Um, but yes, gratitude, 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 gratitude. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will talk to you all next week. Enjoy the summer solstice and this summertime activities because before you know it, and I don't want to rush anything, but before you know it, you know what's going to come.
for those of you who live in Wisconsin, you know. So don't complain about the heat. Don't complain about the hot weather. Go sit in some water. Go for a walk early in the morning beforehand and get out there and enjoy the sunshine because there is healing in that sun. I will promise you that. All right. Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful day. And I will talk to you next week. Ciao.